Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, June 10th. U.S. equities plunged in today's session, adding to yesterday's drop and posting yet another week of solid losses. The tumble in the markets came amid heightened inflation concerns following an unexpected acceleration in domestic consumer price inflation for May. Worries over the persistent rise in prices have weighed on confidence and was a catalyst in today's record low plunge for the preliminary June University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. Treasuries traded lower in the wake of the data, with yields rising and the curve flattening amid ramped-up expectations that the Fed will be forced to get more aggressive. The U.S. dollar rallied, crude oil prices fell, and gold was sharply higher. In equity news, DocuSign missed earnings estimates and lowered its billings guidance, and advanced microdevices offered a positive long-term outlook but warned of a down PC market this year. Europe saw widespread losses as the markets grappled with tighter monetary policies on both sides of the pond, and Asia finished mostly lower, but China rebounded. The Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled 880 points, or 2.7%, to 31,393. The S&P 500 Index dropped 117 points, or 2.9%, to 3,901. And the Nasdaq Composite plunged 414 points, or 3.5%, to 11,340. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil moved 84 cents lower to $120.67 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was up $22.40 to $1,875.20 per ounce, and the dollar index gained 0.9% to 104.16. Markets were lower for another week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 4.9%, the S&P 500 decreased 5.1%, and the Nasdaq Composite fell 5.6%. In equity news on Friday, DocuSign, ticker symbol DOCU, reported adjusted first quarter earnings per share of 38 cents, well below the 46 cent fax and estimate, with revenues rising 25% year over year to $589 million, above the street's forecast of $583 million. The signature company's first quarter billings came in above estimates, but it noted a challenging and dynamic global environment. As such, DocuSign reaffirmed its full-year revenue guidance, but it had a midpoint below expectations and it lowered its outlook for billings. Shares fell nearly 25%. Advanced Microdevices, ticker symbol AMD, reaffirmed its current year guidance at its investor day and said its long-term forecast calls for 20% annual growth in revenues over the next three to four years, a growth rate that the semiconductor company has said will increase faster than the broader market for chips. However, the company did note that it expects a down PC market this year. Shares traded lower. The S&P 500 continued to be choppy this week amid the plethora of headwinds, and Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest mid-year outlook, U.S. stocks and economy, how sharp counter-trend rallies may continue this year, but aggressive Fed policy, the turning of the liquidity tide, 
and slower economic growth will likely keep pressure on stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary, including our seven investing strategies to prepare for bear markets, on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, rose 1% month-over-month in May, above the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a 0.7% gain, and compared to April's unrevised 0.3% increase. The core rate, which strips out food and energy, increased 0.6% month-over-month, north of forecasts calling for a 0.5% rise and matching April's unadjusted increase. Compared to last year, prices were 8.6% higher for the headline rate, above estimates calling for the rate to match the prior month's unrevised 8.3% rise. The core rate was up 6% year-over-year, north of projections of a 5.9% gain, but down from April's unrevised 6.2% rise. Amid the intense inflationary environment, the preliminary University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for June showed that sentiment fell much more than expected, dropping to 50.2 from May's final reading of 58.4 and versus estimates calling for a dip to 58.1. The index fell to a record low as the expectations component of the report dropped sharply, as did the current conditions portion, which also posted a record low. Director of the survey, Joanne Shu, said, quote, Throughout the survey, consumers signaled strong concerns that inflation will continue to erode their incomes and the factors they cited are unlikely to abate soon, end quote. She added that, quote, while consumer spending has remained robust so far, the broad deterioration of sentiment may lead them to cut back on spending and thereby slow down economic growth, end quote. One-year inflation expectation ticked higher to 5.4%, the highest since 1981, from 5.3% in May, where it was expected to remain. The 5- to 10-year inflation outlook moved higher for the first time in five months, rising to 3.3% from 3% in the prior month. Treasuries were lower following the inflation data and amid continued choppy action as markets grappled with the implications on Fed monetary policy, which is tightening amid the backdrop of slowing economic growth. As the Fed launches a series of rate hikes to try to cool off inflation, check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones's 2022 mid-year outlook fixed income in which he discusses how returns should be better for fixed-income investors in the second half of 2022, now that interest rates have reset higher. However, we still expect volatility to remain high as central banks shift away from easy money policies. Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up 24 basis points to 3.05%, The yield on the 10-year note gained 12 basis points to 3.16%, and the 30-year bond rate advanced 3 basis points to 3.20%. In international news on Friday, European equities were solidly lower to close out the week as the markets continued to digest yesterday's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, in which it said it will end its asset purchase program and raise its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points in July. 
The European Central Bank also noted that if inflation remains high, it could raise rates by a higher increment in September. Moreover, the markets sifted through the May consumer price inflation report out of the U.S. that showed pricing pressures climb more than expected, setting a new 40-year high. The European Central Bank's decision and U.S. inflation data appeared to exacerbate recession concerns as monetary policies tighten and expectations arising that the Fed may need to be more aggressive. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his 2022 mid-year outlook, Global Stocks and Economy, discussing how economic uncertainty may have peaked in the first half of 2022, but could still contribute to volatility and affect market performance for the remainder of the year. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, Italy's industrial production unexpectedly rose in April, while the Bank of England raised its 12-month inflation forecast. The euro and the British pound were sharply lower versus the U.S. dollar on the heels of the U.S. inflation data. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. gained ground, with rates in Italy extending yesterday's European Central Bank-induced spike. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was down 2.1%. France's CAC 40 index fell 2.7%. Germany's DAX index declined 3.1%. Italy's FTSE MIB index plunged 5.2%. Spain's IBEX 35 index tumbled 3.7%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 2.1% lower. Stocks in Asia were mostly lower as the markets focused on a host of economic reports out of China, while likely trading with some caution ahead of today's key consumer price inflation report out of the U.S., However, Chinese markets bucked the trend, rebounding from yesterday's decline that came as China renewed some COVID-related lockdowns for testing in Shanghai as cases rebounded. The move comes as restrictions have eased as of late, leading to signs of a pickup in economic activity. China reported that its wholesale price inflation slowed noticeably in May but remained elevated, while its consumer price inflation held steady amid expectations to tick higher. Also, just as the markets were closing, China's aggregate financing, a measure of total credit issued for May, accelerated solidly and top forecasts, while its new yuan loans increased by a smaller amount than anticipated. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. A wide number of headwinds continue with inflation concerns across the globe remaining the main source of uneasiness for the markets and fostering uncertainty regarding a potential global recession. Monetary policies continue to tighten despite the economic uncertainty, with central banks in India and Australia raising rates more than expected this week following a recent 50 basis point rate hike from the U.S. However, China has loosened monetary policy and deployed stimulus measures to try to support the economy that has been disrupted by the lockdowns. In other economic news, the markets continued to digest late yesterday's preliminary machine tool orders out of Japan that decelerated in May but held on to an over 20% gain year-over-year, while in the final minutes of the day, India reported a much higher-than-expected rise in industrial production for April.
Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 1.5% with a yen choppy following yesterday's rebound late in the session after recently renewing a drop versus the U.S. dollar as the Bank of Japan has abstained from joining other central banks in tightening monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index advanced 1.4% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index decreased 0.3%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index declined 1.3%, South Korea's KOSPI index traded 1.1% lower, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index dropped 1.8%. In the week in review, the S&P 500 dropped for the ninth week in 10, as the markets remained uneasy and conviction continued to be held hostage by concerns inflation may not be peaking will force the Fed to act even more aggressive in tightening monetary policy. Chatter about a potential recession heated up, with a larger-than-expected rise in weekly initial jobless claims adding some kindling. Adding to the recession debate, crude oil posted a seventh straight weekly gain, briefly reaching $122 per barrel, and gas prices hit a record high to dampen the outlook for consumer spending and corporate profit margins. All sectors were in the red, led by the cyclically-natured financials and consumer discretionary sectors amid the concerns about the impact of a potential recession and the inflationary pressures facing the economy. The interest rate-sensitive real estate and information technology sectors also led the markets lower, while the energy sector outperformed but still finished in the red amid the uneasiness in the markets and the ensuing rally in the U.S. dollar, which recovered to approach its recent 20-year high. Next week, the economic calendar will continue to develop the May inflation picture with the releases of the Producer Price Index, or PPI, and the Import Price Index, while sentiment indicators will hit the tape, courtesy of the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index for May and the NEHB Housing Market Index for June. Housing construction activity will also come into focus with the release of May housing starts and building permits, as well as weekly MBA mortgage applications. We will get some timely reports in the form of June regional manufacturing reports out of New York and Philadelphia, jobless claims for the week ended June 11th, and the May leading index. Given the backdrop of high inflation and plunging consumer sentiment, the May retail sales report may garner heavy attention. However, the headlining event of the week is the Federal Open Market Committee's, or FOMC's, monetary policy decision, where it is expected to raise the Fed funds rate by 50 basis points and provide its updated summary of economic projections. The press conference following the decision will also likely be paid close attention to as the markets try to determine whether Friday's hotter-than-expected consumer price inflation report put another 50 basis point rate increase on the table for September. Next week's international economic calendar will also be robust, with reports worth noting including consumer confidence and the employment change from Australia, medium-term interest rate change, industrial production, retail sales, and new home prices from China, CPI, PPI, and the trade balance from India, the Bank of Japan monetary policy decision, core machine orders, and the trade balance from Japan, industrial production, the trade balance, construction output, and CPI from the Eurozone, along with German investor confidence, and out of the UK will come the Bank of England's monetary policy decision, monthly GDP,
construction output, industrial and manufacturing production, and retail sales.